Hey, Peter. Hey, stop with the excuses. Oh, I, I'm busy too. Yeah. Stop but, it. I can see. I can see what you're doing. Buddy, my schedule. Hey, is... get go go practice right now. I'm Adam Ennis. Oh, I should. Oh. Yeah, that's rude. And is it also, I'm is that. What, I don't have time for you. Okay, A, super rude. B, <laughs> is that what you really spend your time practicing? No, it, but that's like, that, that's like the avatar for practice. That's like the, the meme it for is. practice. It is the meme for practice. This yeah. is what you'll hear a podcast. I'm Peter Martin. I'm Adam Ennis. Music advice coming at you. Music advice. And life advice. Today, I'm excited because we're going back to life he advice. He kept his end of the gentleman's agreement. Folks. Hey, hey, don't say that. You didn't get to it quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> it takes too long. Um, yeah, so today we're getting a little dogmatic. I like it when we dabble in the dogma. because now, Would that be something you might be interested in? Peter is, loves it. Peter it is. Loves. We both come from a dogmatic beginning because of our harsh upbringings. Our mothers and fathers <laughs> yeah. beat us into submission. Right? Never met the <laughs> not Manises. together, separately. <laughs> the Manises, uh I think when dogmatic. our parents did get a chance to meet, which was fun, there was a glimmer in their eye. There was a little glimmer. They they recognized. They were, yeah. yeah. They were, cause my game, mom looked game at your, recognize game. Exactly. Yeah. My mom yeah. looked at your mom. She was like, you better recognize. And your yeah. mom was like, you better recognize. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Madison, the house. Actually, I think when they first got together, they were like, can you help me? I want to hear our son's podcast, and I can't I figure can't out how to download it. <laughs> and then your mom was like, I can't either. And they're like, oh, well, forget about my it. My dad, who still has a flip phone, was like, what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so today we're talking about practice. Can we talk about practice? I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Which not is, a game. No, not, not a game. game. Nope. No, not practice. a game. We're talking about practice. That's the great Alan Iverson, the who's great. been in the news a little bit doing some interviews lately, so very oh, topical. Yeah. yeah. He's a little older, a little plumper uh, okay. than before. He's still in shape. He earned he's just, it. Yeah, he earned he's getting it, a little man. older. Yeah, now he is. That was a fun player to watch it was a great player yeah do you know about the I, but but i diverge so that i can take away from my practice time here do you know about i haven't watched there's a, actually a netflix uh special documentary on this about good the netflix nba doc. um uh officials cheating scandal from the 90s from the ai from the AI, yeah. but I forgot. Like it all, I think it was Donnelly was the was the referee who was kind of spearheading it. There was yeah. a gambling thing. How he, but but it all started from him calling palming on Allen Iverson Whoa. when he was playing in Denver. Wow. Which, like, first of all, people. I mean, that was like a Jordan thing that he, you know, that never got called for, and then it became an accepted part. You know, they never called Trout. All of a sudden, one game they started calling it, and that was to tip the scales in that game oh against Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson, what are you talking about? This is the way I was. And they're like, no, traveling. And that actually changed the trajectory. So. I I haven't seen that doc, but I've seen the previews for it. Yeah, and it makes me uncomfortable because you know, like I don't know if you ever like uh, when you're watching sports or a sporting event and you kind of go online and you see what people are saying on Twitter or Reddit yeah. or something about it. But every single game, people are on there saying this is fixed. The refs, oh, of course. any sport, yeah, and the refs are biased towards usually not my home team. Right? Right. No one ever says like, "Wow, the refs are really in favor of my home team today." Right? You know, what I mean, it's always when your team is losing, it's the refs' fault, and they're terrible. And I always am like, "That's such bullshit." That's never like refs. I, I mean, if you've ever even met like a little league ref, like usually most of them like right. take it super seriously. They really want to be impartial. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this doc is like, oh well, no, that's not. 
this happen. Well, if actually. the money's right. If the you money's know, right. They will diverge yeah. from what's right occasionally. But this takes us to our subject today, what we're talking about, because think about the people that are on there. Like, who has the time to sit there and watch a sporting event and be on Reddit and Twitter at the same time? I mean, I just kind of They're not that practicing. Idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just admitted that I Al, Believe that, me, yeah. Alan Iverson wasn't doing that when he was growing up. He was out there practicing in spite of our our little audio that we pull up from him, he was spending the time practicing. And that's what we're really going to talk about today. It's like, how do you practice, in this case, the craft of playing music, playing the piano, playing your instrument, playing jazz, playing what other kind of music? Yeah. We know but that... But in jazz, you know, we play all the notes. Right. Yeah. We play all the notes. Yeah. So that takes practice. Takes practice, practice makes perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... The idea is like everybody's busy. We got a little dog. What is the official title of this episode? Can you refresh me on that? It says uh, everyone's it busy. Nobody. Everybody's busy. Nobody cares. Find time to practice. Right. Yeah. So the idea that being busy is an excuse for practicing, uh, it can become an excuse if you let that happen. But I mean, think about how many times, even with the very process of getting ready to practice, that we busy ourselves in order to avoid practicing. Yeah. So it becomes its own sort of avoidance mechanism. So like practicing, we have to, at a certain level, boil it down to its simplest, most essential element, and that is time at your instrument. That's right. Like that's the most important thing. We Because there's so many other things that we can associate with it. We have to have the right place. The piano has to be tuned. We have to be at the right mindset. We have to have had a, you know, b banana, blackberry, protein smoothie before we... I mean, there's so many different things that we can do to complicate it that, you know, we can say, oh, we're too busy. I've got kids. You have young kids. Well, they're not as young as they used to be. Mine aren't either. Yeah. But that's always a classic excuse. I've got young kids, and I have to take care of them or else they're not going to be no. safe. No, you don't. Lock them in front, no. lock them in front Peter, of the television, or as we used to this call it, the not, babysitter. Sorry. You'll hear a podcast, nor Open Studio does not endorse <laughs> the statements of Peter Martin. Right. At this of course, you've got to watch your kids. you got to watch your kids. Actually, and I was going to say, so let's let's just start here by saying, first of all, that different stages of life allow for just different amounts of big blocks of free time. That's right. just legit. Well, the world don't turn and it did do okay. okay, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like so. Okay, so so we'll put just that on everything. And one of I think probably the most difficult times, and maybe we can talk about this because we've both been through it. One of the most difficult times to find big blocks of times is when you do have kids. I would say under school age, right? So who aren't in school yet. And I mean, but even, don't, but don't, you're talking about real little kids. I'm talking about toddlers, yeah, kindergartners. Well, kindergartners you know, are in school. I guess they're in school. But that time, Big shout out to all the kindergarten teachers you just insulted by saying they're not really in school. That time, I guess, I guess we'll say kids who are ten and under. Yeah, right. That is a tough time because you got to. They can't do anything without you. But those little kids sleep a lot. Notice that. They well, the babies, the babies sleep a lot. Yeah, you know, the other little kids don't. But you're right. So I, I hear what you're saying. But I just want to say. That is could be a very difficult time, yeah. It, especially when compared to the time not too long before that for most people, which is when you are a young adult, yeah. Right, and so I would say first of all, uh, like acknowledge where you are in your life and what obstacles. I mean, it's going to be obvious for most of you, but if you are a young adult, if you're 19 years old, 18 years old, Ooh, that's and you, prime you development don't time. have anything else going on. You're gonna have to set, make some sacrifices if you want to be a great musician. Like if you really want to put in what it takes, this is your time. I just want to say that out front, and I know a lot of you probably hear this, right. but you gotta know this is your time to put long hours in in the instrument. Yep. And if you can't find joy in that, this is not for you. I have a great response to that. Okay. Okay, boomer. 
No, I'm saying. I'm no. I'm trying to be. I, I understand it can be tough, like because there's yeah. a lot of distractions, and also you want to have a life. Yeah. And I get that, but you need to like if you really want to do this as a, especially if you want to be like a professional, right? Because that's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. It's not. And maybe for you everybody. don't want to be. Maybe. And I, I understand because yeah. it's like the the professional sacrifice to being a professional musician is rough. But yeah. if this is your dream, find the way to to. I I mean, for me, even when I was younger, and I. Believe me, I love going out, man. I love I love a party. You can't. I I'm, look, look, I am a, a party. Sometimes I I am a party, especially when I was younger. But like, I would make time every morning. Yeah. I'd be in the practice room by eight, which was seemed very early, eight a.m. back right. back in the day. Right. So I'd be in there by eight every day, trying to get at least three, four, five hours in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the time to do it. Can I do that now? As the creative director for Open Studio and a father of two kids, right? I can't do that every day where I wake up at eight and practice for four hours. There's no way I could do that, right? I have too many responsibilities. So, you know, we have to shift our focus. But we'll start with that first group. If you don't have responsibilities, if you're young and you're not, you don't have a family or a house or a mortgage or a job or any obligations like that, use this time wisely and use it to work on your work on your craft. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and look, at really at every stage, um, you know, in, in an individual's life, there's going to be the opportunity to have an excuse, you know. And so we don't want to be like, like there's really people down on their luck in hard times, dealing with illness, caring for, you know, family members, you know, doing things that in the grand scheme of things is way more important in practice. So yeah. we're kind of excluding that. We don't want to, you know, make light of any of those kinds of situations. But I think we do want to always think about our own trajectory of our life and the different seasons that that goes through and how that affects our practice. Because you don't want to get stuck in kind of a thinking of like, once I get to this point or once my kids hit this age or once I don't have to go to work every day or once... Like there's always this sort of time, and I think that our society fosters that in sometimes an unhealthy way in terms of how it applies to really, not even, I wouldn't say becoming a professional musician or an artist or anything, just engaging with something that's deeply, you know, human, like playing an instrument, playing music, appreciating art, all these kinds of things. But that is that there's always like, there's a time when you get to retirement. That's when the golden years start and everything. Well, I mean... You're just going to spend all your time getting there, and then you're going to get there and be like, well, what now? Like, what am I going to do? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's the same thing like with practicing. So, yeah, there may be something on, you know, in the future where it's either a certain month, like you can take time off from work, or, you know, your kids go off to college, or whatever it is that you will have more time to engage. But if you're not already in the habit just do it. of engaging. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. In the words of Mr. Bobby Nike, Nike just do it. Bobby Nike. <laughs> Bob Nike. Bob no, Nike, I, I totally agree. Actually, we talked about this last summer. I was, you know, I, I had this whole mental thing going on because I was, we were taking this big vacation. It was our first big vacation since COVID. Like yeah. we went up to northern Minnesota. Didn't you guys catch COVID on that vacation? We, catch, we caught COVID <laughs> on the vacation for the first time, which Sorry. was excellent. Thanks for bringing that up. But no, no. So I was fighting this idea of like, okay, well, I'll just get to vacation. I'm super busy now, right. but I'm going to relax when I when I get to vacation. And I remember like going through the process of like, wait, if I'm just yearning for vacation, when I get up there, I'm not going to be in shape to enjoy the moment that I'm in. Right. Like I want to enjoy the anticipation of we're going to have this big trip. I want to enjoy the work that I'm doing to get done before that. I want to enjoy every yes. moment of where I am so that when I get up there, 
I'm not just looking for the next thing. I'm enjoying the moment that I'm in. And it's the same thing with practice, too. There's no finish line to this. There's not a time where, like, now I'm one of the greatest pianists in the world, or now I'm a real deal musician, or now yeah. I'm established. Like, it's, it's journey. just a day after day. You live a musical lifestyle. You get to your instrument, and you just keep working at it. And yeah. then if you're lucky, great things happen. Well, and I think it's such a great... Um, you know, kind of this metaphor to retirement where it's like, yeah, if you're just waiting for this day, it's like you can have the elements that people associate with retirement or the elements yeah. that people associate with a vacation in a beautiful secluded cabin or something. You can have that every day. Yeah, don't wait till you're retired. Yeah, and then you can, exactly. Yeah. And then you can also appreciate looking forward to that very concentrated special time. So yes, today you might not have time to practice, to get up in the morning like, I mean, think about what would be the ideal, I'll describe mine, and then you could describe yours, and everyone can kind of imagine, but it's like, what would be the ideal practice day? So for me, it would be like, I'm waking up just as the birds are chirping, and I'm outdoors, but somehow I'm protected from the elements, both at the same time. Interesting. So I'm amongst the birds, but no birds are crapping on me. Are you nude? There's bugs. What's going on? <laughs> Hopefully not, but I feel nude. Okay, you know? <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm out there. So, I mean, in other words, it's the most natural awakening. There's no alarm clock. There's no phone or anything. The sun just, you know, shines upon me. And then it's a the unicorn. vision. <laughs> a unicorn prances along with a Steinway piano and delivers it. Unst to me in the in the woods. Unst? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm trying to be fancy here. It's my fantasy, you know. Okay. No, but the idea is that I'm waking up on fully refreshed, feeling great, yeah. not hungover. Quite the opposite. Just you know, <laughs> in love with life. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to paint a picture. You know what I'm saying? Also, I mean, you know, yeah. Okay. All right. I I need you to finish this. No, thought. I'm, saying, okay, I'm waking up go and ahead. I'm and I'm thinking like. I can't wait to get to the instrument today. Okay, great. But it's in the most natural way. Like, there's nothing in between. There's no, like, oh, I got to check my email first, or I got to do this. Okay. I'm getting up. I'm going over to a babbling brook of organic vegan smoothie. I get it. Smoothie. So this, <laughs> this, is, this is a fantasy. It's like Willy Wonka. It's like Willy Wonka's okay. Chocolate Factory, except With, there's, there's piano. Except there's Steinways everywhere. Okay, so this is never going to happen. Exactly. That's never. what I'm trying to okay, say. Okay, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I was trying to get to the point. I but was like, sometimes people, like... They they're waiting for that. Like that's retirement for them. If oh, they yeah, love yeah. playing music. It's never gonna but be perfect. Is no, what but you're you can yeah. have it today. Like you can get to your instrument. You might get to your instrument for three minutes. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like your kids, if you know your youngest kid or or your your least sleeping kid wakes up at six, get up at six forty uh, at five forty five. Like you've got fifteen minutes then before your day starts. Yeah. Because you don't know what's gonna happen in the evening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you might have to say no to a little bit of Netflix the next night. I can't tell you how many people like they're like i don't have time to practice i'm like really well, what did you do today i was working all day i was like well, come on what else were you doing did you eat yes i ate okay well you got to do that did you but i had to take care of my kids that i had to do this and i'm like okay did you watch tv no did you watch tiktok if they're younger well i mean i scrolled through some things think about how much time you spend on these different things and that's okay if you're intentional if you're like i spent 45 minutes on tiktok if you say that you probably spent three hours if you said I watched Netflix for 20 minutes, you watched YouTube for 20 minutes, it was probably two hours. Yeah. A B plus is an F. We know that. Yeah. Everything is like is is bigger than it seems, right? What if you yeah, and but what if you spent some of that time, you go on Instagram and maybe you see a little challenge from Peter Martin taking this Hello. little piece of language through 12 keys, you do that for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The intentionality of it. But it's also like getting to that place where like 
when this becomes easy and you start finding time for stuff is when something that you referred to at the beginning, really like enjoying the journey, loving yeah. to practice, where it's not Absolutely. a chore. Yeah, I, where I, it's like an escape from the rest of your life. Then you'll make sure it happens. Something that goes whether you're 17 and have eight hours to practice or you're 40 and you have you know 15 minutes here and there to practice is if you focus on the things that light you up, yes. right? What is, like I said this last week too, what is like the number one thing you've been listening to on Spotify or Apple Music or in your record collection? Do you know that song? Go That's learn right. that song that you love, man. That's right. And like you will, like 30 minutes of flyby, you not even think, but you just got the greatest practice routine you can get in, which is you are learning something, music that moves you, that is going to enrich you as a person and a musician and help your musicianship. Yep. And if you do that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to think about practices just this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. No, if it you... can also be. Totally. And if you want to work <laughs> on finger independence and you are, I mean, there have been moments in my playing, many, several moments where this lit me up. I was exactly. like, holy smokes, what yep. is that? And why can't I do it? And I, you know, like that, that's great. But if you, that doesn't light you up today, don't worry about it. And, and on days when you're like, oh, nothing can, like, this is a tough day. Like, find those things, especially what you're saying, like maybe something that you've already learned where you're just playing, those things that give you that, that great satisfaction. Don't just be like, I can't practice today. My mind's not right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be, you know, the unicorn didn't deliver my Steinway. No, on those days, go to the easy, like, like make it easy on yourself. It's kind of like if you're trying to work out every day and it's just a tough day, don't go trying to like do more sets and, and heavier weights than ever. Just do something easy. Keep, keep in the gym, keep in front of the instrument every, every day. And then on those days when you've got the energy, when you've got the inspiration, maybe you even have the time, challenge yourself a little bit more, but always have those things that are nice too. But I mean, it's it's like, it's you do have to get out of that mentality of like practice is supposed to only be yeah. entertaining to you. Because right. it's very Absolutely. different than like, yeah. like if you want to be a creator of art, and, and I firmly believe that we all have that. I mean, every single human has some artistic inclination. Some and, and we have varying degrees of talent and access and luck Tell me and, and privilege and all these things. But I think it's just I just believe deeply that's part of the human totally um, the, the human uh, just humanity. Right. So if you're lucky enough to live somewhere where you've got any time to be able to be like, oh, I'm going to go sit in air conditioning in front of a piano whatever. You better make sure you, you make use of that. And it's not the same as being a, con a, a consumer of art. There's nothing wrong with that. We love consumers of art. It's very important for those of us that make art for a profession. But the idea is that you're not you have to go into a creator mentality. And everything about our society, if you don't listen to geniuses like us and you just listen to the general public, hey, no. you know, society's gonna tell you, like, no, you're you're a consumer, you're not a creator. You're a watcher, you're not a maker. But as soon as you make that commitment to like, I wanna play an instrument, you know, it's just like saying, I want to be a runner. You're not saying you want to be the world record holder in something. You're just saying you want to run. A runner runs. A pianist plays. And part of that is practicing. Yeah. You know, it's not just. So once you start to get into that and be like, wow, this is fun to suck sometimes. And it's fun for it to be hard sometimes. But it's also fun to be able to learn to play something a, that you love listening to. It's a stoic framing, isn't it? It's, it's very stoic. It's a stoic framing in that. You and this is actually backed up by some science. Like if you reframe the situation as this is going to be 
hard and I don't want to do it. If that's your frame of the situation, yeah, you're not going to do it. But if you frame it like this is hard and it's good that it's hard, like good things should be hard, yeah. and it's the difficulty of getting there and doing this thing that makes it worth it, yeah. then you're going to win the situation because then you are going to do it you're going to recognize that the difficult you thing recognize. Is, is part of the process and a, and a valuable part of the process. Yeah. And you're going to, uh, you're going to have uh, much more success than if you just frame it as like, this is a chore I have to do. And we can control that, I think. It's just that we get forced because of societal norms out of this sometimes. Because think about it's around the edges that this really works. I mean, maybe even younger, but like what you said, like if you're 18 years old and you got eight hours to practice and you don't have a mortgage and you know, you're either in music school or maybe you're like summer after high school, what am I gonna do with my life? So that individual, and then also somebody who's like 65 and is retired and is yeah. like, I can kind of do whatever I want, but I don't want to just sit around on the sofa. I want to practice. And like, so both their, their motivation, they've got time, they've got motivation, they've got inclination, they've got, you know, maybe some skills and kind of, Maybe more knowledge. The older person has more knowledge that like life doesn't go on forever. Yeah. But you both kind of got that. But then in between that, we get forced into this. Like you got to be a parent. You got to. You can't mess around and and be dealing with art and stuff. And work. You got to do this. And so like get a little bit more of that childlike mentality and that older folks mentality where you're investing in yourself daily yeah. by by really practicing. Absolutely love it. Peter yeah. Martin, 2023. Well, Peter, another great episode, man. It and, was awesome. Uh, yeah. So let's just say we want to get gentlemen's agreement, and oh, that means know. that we provide a great episode, and they give us a rating review. Was that Gentlemen. fast enough, Caleb? <laughs> so we had a little bit of constructive criticism. Did you know that? Yeah. And, yeah, the last yeah, yeah Caleb, Caleb said the gentlemen's agreement bits are going on too long, and I couldn't agree more. It's two <laughs> versus one. But this is the thing. Think it's, about folks that make it all the way to the end. Big shout out to the YouTube folks and the podcast folks. Anyone who's still listening now, they drank the Kool-Aid. Nobody's listening. To they me. are on, they're in the cult. Caleb's not even listening. They're like, David Koresh, I feel your brother. Whoa. They're like, let's, let's what was the guy in French Guiana? Just take a step um, back. Just take um, a step Jones. Jim Jones. Okay. They're like, Jim Jones, give me, give me your liquids, man. I'm down with this. Buddy, Sorry. That is, Am I going too far? That's a, wow. <laughs> anyway. I'm trying to find that line there. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I think we crossed it. It's just to say that we do have a gentleman's agreement situation here. And that means that we will provide you the dear listeners, with an amazing podcast for free, Libre. And all you have to do is go give us a rating review on Apple or a subscribe on YouTube or maybe both. That's all we ask for in return. You don't have to pay. If you want to do that, go to Open Studio. Do they have to be member. gentlemen? No. No, it's a gentleman because we're, you're correct, gentlemen and ladies agreement. Oh, so it has, to be, woman. it has to be a gentleman or a gentlewoman. Yes. Okay, so you're really... No, the gentleman is us. It's a gentleman. It's a, great, it's a one-way agreement because we're offering, we're proffering this information. Um, Caleb looks bored. I Look think at you're going to have to <laughs> rethink this one, bud. Uh, you have great ideas, but this one, not so much. Not so much. That's yeah. why we put it at the end. Yeah. Because... You'll hear it. Steamboat Springs, Colorado, currently.
I'm in Indianapolis. Hey, how's it going, guys? Andrew, hi. Because I feel inspired to play something else from your playing. Okay, okay, that's great. <laughs> I think using the metronome is a great tool, but it's not the only tool. All of the answers are really in the music. What does it mean to live in a groove, be in a groove? Until next time, happy practicing.